Welcome to Mouth Feelings, the podcast where we talk about the stuff that goes into your mouths and the feelings that come out of them. I'm Ty Burrell. I'm Joel Spence. I'm Mel Cowan. I'm Julia Meltzer. I'm Johnny Meeks. I use the plural today because I'm so excited about this episode. Uh, this is listener potluck. We have um, made or purchased or made and then purchased um, <laughs> uh, 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 several of your recipes that we uh, for one reason or another thought we should really try to, um, make or bring to you. And, uh, we will have more of these episodes. So, uh, please continue to send in those recipes. Um, we have, uh, six things total. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, seven, seven. Three, four, uh, what do we have here? Who, who wants, maybe for each person who actually made, who, uh, who are you representing, Mel Cowan? Today? I'm representing a few, uh, a, a couple people, um, uh, listeners. Uh, so uh, Ashley Zelvis uh, wrote about cinnamon toast, uh, which I'm very excited. I, I picked very easy things to, to make, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Corey Belstein, uh, who uh, we'll talk more about. He's a f- food scientist, which is very cool. Um, but he actually sent us two uh, uh, memories related to uh, Royal Crown Cola, RC Cola, and uh, uh, let's see, I'm, I got to get the name of these things right. His grandfather's, uh, hold please, um, Corey Belstein's Italian Pops Poolside Pepper <laughs> Provolones Pontoons. I'm, I made up that name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by it. Uh, um, what we have called as Corey Belstein's Italian Pops Poolside Pepper Provolone Pontoons. Uh, uh, you know yes. You did. Yeah. Can't yeah. find a better name. Can't find a better name. <laughs> uh, uh, who did, what, did, what did you make, uh, Julia? I made Joanna Luton's seven layer cookie. Great. Mm. Uh, let me find this. I, I made two things. I made Dana Falk's bagel locks and cream cheese mm-hmm. and Rachel Rolden's mother's spread is another name that Joel came up with. Yeah. I, I didn't know what else to call it. It's nice. Yes. Mother's spread. Yeah. Mother's mm-hmm. spread. Um, I am representing uh, Sandra from Spain. Didn't leave a last name, but I don't know, Sandra Despagna. Um, and uh, I'm, I attempted to make that octopus. You succeeded. You succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> did make that octopus. Um, okay, so what's, uh, should we do this? Let's tackle this Ritz. Great. Great. Mother's Spread from Rachel Rolden. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, she goes on to, uh, to talk about... Uh, how much she likes the podcast, which is very nice. And then she gets into this recipe, a food that I'd love for you to try for yourself on the show, and that's what we're doing presently, is a family recipe my mom made, and her mom, and her mom, etc. My mom used to make this all the time. She passed away a few years ago, so now I have even more feelings when I put this in my mouth. Mixed together, cottage cheese, full fat, duh, Pimento olives, uh, whole can, about a quarter of the juice, minced garlic, minced onion, pair with a saltine cracker, Ritz cracker, which is what I elected to use for any delicious cracker, and voila. I really like this yeah. mother's spread. I, I'm a, I, unlike Mel, I'm now, a fan of thing. cottage cheese this and green the, olives and yeah. pimentos, all of those things. This, yep. this, will, uh, this will rock you guys to your 
cores. This is going to shake you to your very foundation. Uh, I enjoyed this very much. Woo. I love it. I love uh, um, it. The, the, I, I will still say I that like the cottage... I don't even know you. I know. I know. I'm a complicated man. You can't put me in a box. <laughs> uh, I, I will say the, the cottage cheese is still not inherently something like texturally I like, right. but I like the flavor so much. I like the olive. It's like, a, it's like the dirtiest weirdest martini you ever yep. drank mm-hmm. yeah uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's very olivey the all, all the all the flavors are great you put it on the ritz cracker yeah i, I, I totally get this one of these things that i would i would sort of come to after eating finishing the bowl kind of thing just yeah. Yeah. boom boom yeah. boom 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 ritz yeah. i love ritz ritz are, mm-hmm. i know are just a mm-hmm. available everywhere but they're like the better of those crackers yeah mm-hmm. this is not a recipe that we have in our family but it's something that could show up at any one of my family function and go without question <laughs> yeah it would just be a thing that showed up nobody would necessarily question or wonder about it would just yeah. be would fit perfectly into the uh, the pa- the pan- panorama that is our yeah. family meal and they family. would go yeah we've been having this for years haven't we the same thing yeah. my family has some version of this yeah. it's not the same things <clears> but it it's yeah, and, and there would be there would be a weird thing where everyone's trying to figure out which family member made it, and then like concocting like some long lost cousin that snuck in the back somehow, right. and, and brought it. This sounds <laughs> like a good way for a murderer to, <laughs> <laughs> to poison your family. Yeah, I suspect by the way that I screwed up some of the ratios there. I think it's a little. It probably should be thicker. Mm. I bet in Rachel's mind, um, it's very tasty. Well, it was really very good. tasty. Do you guys have? Um, like little spreads that uh, you're you're you got from family that they would put out routinely. Yes, Johnny, would you like to say something? I would like to say something now in response to Joel's question. <laughs> uh, my family is very much into pimento cheese spread. Uh, they're spreaders. Uh, my uncle Bob uh, makes that, and he makes an egg salad, which he calls egg and olive, and he puts the same green olives. Ah. In the egg mm-hmm. salad, mm. oh. um, and they're both great. They're both very easy to make, uh, but my uncle Bob takes so much pride in the ingredients. He has to get Cabot sharp cheddar for the pimento cheese from Costco because it's different than the Cabot cheddar you could get at Kroger. Wow, <laughs> um, is oh, it yeah, or uncle is Uncle Bob. Bob crazy? I'll let that up. Leave that up to you. Great, thank to you. Decide. I'm thank not going to say that. No, on, on no. The air. Why would we? Uh, but there was a shortage of this Cabot cheese this summer. It was a crisis mm-hmm. the for the family reunion. Mm-hmm. Oh, there were calls made all the way down to our relatives in Atlanta, <laughs> and they were able to find the cheese. Send help. And they FedExed the cheese. Oh, Whoa! To the farm in Virginia, so that Uncle Bob could make. Wow. The pimento cheese. That's great. I like the way I like he wants these, to. I like these Atlanta relatives yeah. who are enabling, through. enabling Uncle Bob's clear insanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, I mean, I asked the question. Now I'm kind of saying I'm not going to answer the question. I'm going to go back. And this was the thought I had. This this cottage cheese and Ritz, just in general, seems like the birth of this came when someone came home and saw their partner or their roommate eating. Ritz and cottage cheese and went, what in Sam Hill are you doing? And then thought about it and said, well, we could probably make this a little better. Oh, I like make this, it, make this it. character in this play. This yeah. Is, it's a two-hander. It's a two-hander. <laughs> in an apartment. Yeah. yeah. That, this, the guy that was eating, he eventually died of heart disease. But I, I, the, the person who like, right. capital, the, the sort of um, Edison 
We'll call him Edison. Because he's a very defensive <laughs> genius like Edison who created the light bulb. Yeah, he said the technology was already out there, but he was like, I did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's he, exactly he, right. Uh, so in, in this in this world, uh, he this character had to electrocute an elephant to make this ch- cottage cheese yes. dip. Yeah, that yes. makes sense. Did Edison do that? Yeah, he was, he was, uh, uh, I forget which, um, it's, it, it actually had nothing to do with the light bulb, but he was a proponent of AC versus DC. And I, I can't remember which one he was, but, uh, to demonstrate, uh, something about, uh, uh the power, he killed an elephant. So it's a horrible story. <laughs> we just no sort of it. killed the elephant again by ignoring Mel while he was telling No, it's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Fine. Sorry about Not that. at all. Not at all. Um, Side bit. My, sorry, just sorry, just side bit. Uh, my mom would make that was like a like a new discovery was jalapeno jelly, um, red pepper and, and jalapeno jelly. And it was, she would put like a little uh, brick of cream cheese, your favorite yes. cracker, and then she would kind of pour uh, jalapeno yes, jelly yes. on it or on the side of it, yes. and it would be a, a little miracle. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, a spicy miracle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, my aunt Dana makes chopped chicken liver. Ooh. Oh, I've never had that really. It's so good. Is it like a mousse kind of thing? Yeah, like you use a little knife and mm-hmm. put it on a Triscuit. Mm-hmm. Do you it's know what's what's in that? Do you know her recipe? Mm-hmm. My sister does. I think. Have you guys ever had a deviled ham? Yes, no. like from the can no. kind of thing. Like, uh, 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 did I, and it actually I can't remember the brand, but I remember it actually has like a little devil with a pitchfork on it. Uh, uh, and it's definitely made from not the parts of an animal you want to eat. Yeah. Is it and a spread? It's a spread. Yeah, you kind of crack it it's open. It's a ham spread? It's a yeah. ham spread. It's, wow. it's good. It's very it's good. good. Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah. Just made, that was manufactured by... <laughs> Anything else, Julia? That was manufactured on a dare, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're going to make ham into a spread. I'm going to fucking do it, man. Yeah. Watch me. No, you Watch can't. Me. No, no, I'm going to devil it. It's going to be good. Uh, uh, yeah. For for the listeners at home, none of us have ever seen Julia more excited uh, than the when we, of the ham that can be spread. Devil, devil a, ham spread is a, a thing. Roller coaster because I first learned it was a spread, and I was like, "Oh, I don't like that." And then Johnny said it was good, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I love that. That's all it takes to persuade you. <laughs> no, it's good. All right, <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah, my, Johnny. I feel like I love Johnny it when people bring it. I had some pretty strong ideas about immigration. <laughs> we have the yeah. same taste. Oh no, no, immigration's good. Yeah, hey, like, oh, Rotel. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I'm I trust you. I, like I trust that. you on salty dips. I like that. Um dip is and and this is probably why it would just fit in so well at a Burrell slash Hauk uh family event, but a dip is uh very much uh like weirdly I guess almost like the main course. I mean, no, that's not true. <laughs> It's like it's like tapas. It's our family's version of tapas. Like uh, for a bowl game, you know, like season, like New Year's Day or something. My mom will actually put out a series of dips oh. mm. instead of like. There's no real main course, you know what I mean? But it's like there's a cheese ball, there's an onion dip. <laughs> That's you. You're the, you're the cheese ball. <laughs> My son. <laughs> Where's the cheese ball? He's right here. Oh, no, I didn't forget it. Wink. Um, 
but it but it's you know just uh deeply satisfying yeah you know? I, and i i've mentioned this probably now two times on the podcast but i'm a advocate for it is the ramen packet seasoning into a tub of sour cream makes the best dip and the easiest dip in the world I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> we're eating a lot of bread today people yeah um, Should we move on to the next one? I I will uh, uh, talk a little bit about mine. I was representing Sandra from Spain. Um, she was talking about uh, how the podcast was getting her through her through some anxiety, um, and uh, that she was having kind of a tough time. And uh, and then she mentioned uh, not as a means of therapy, uh, but uh, beating an octopus. Uh, against a wall or with your fists to tenderize it and then cook it. Um, and I did that today, and it was actually therapeutic. Mm. Took a little. Uh, took I t- actually took a um, something you would muddle cocktails with uh, as my um, as my weapon. So and like a nightstick, almost, almost. Um, and what tender- bit of uh, stress were you working out this morning? Uh, let's all take a guess. Let's all kind of go around. Okay, great. What do you think I was working out? Hat, hat related stress. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what hat? What hat am I going to wear? Today? I, know, I got four. I got four hats. I got four completely different choices. Rams related stress. Well, at the moment, I have almost no Rams related stress because oh, wow. we are hubris. Uh, hubris. We wow. just resigned Aaron Donald. We're undefeated. I mean, I know. Everybody who's listening to this is just as excited as I am about the Los Angeles uh, I'll, I'll uh, rephrase then. Mets-related stress. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what that's, it was. Mm, <laughs> my guess yeah. is I'm a good father, but how can I be a greater father? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is... These are, uh, yeah, th- that and other things uh, that I would say in a job interview. <laughs> yeah. I'm a perfectionist. What are much. your weaknesses? Yeah. I care too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hit an octopus. You bring your own octopus <laughs> into a job interview. This was your first time. It was my first time. And I think you did great. It's yes, delicious. Thank you. Very tasty. Thank so you. good. Thank you. Good. I'm glad. Uh, as she said, as she mentions in her email, that it's... It is a little bit uh, challenging to figure out. I think there, I might do a couple of things differently, but the good people who sold it to me um, told me also not to overboil. They had it. They said to uh, for anybody at home that wants to try this, it was uh, it was about two pounds total, and they said to boil it for about a half an hour. I did the tenderizing completely on Sandra's recommendation. Mm. They didn't mention that at all. Boil it for a half an hour and then put it on as, as hot a grill as you can, but for about a minute mm. uh, and maybe a minute on both sides at the most. But um, they said that's kind of where you can, where it can end up being overdone. I, I guess, I think you were even saying this Mel earlier, but it's a super fine line between when it is sort of still edible mm-hmm. and doesn't taste gamey and, and, and slimy, slippery, and is also not um, your like a bicycle tire. Yeah, and I, I've heard this weird thing, and I, I uh, uh, please write in and let us know about if you know the specifics behind this. But that there is a weird octopus, unlike 
virtually any other meat is you can uh, uh, it, it's right, it's right, it's right, and then it's wrong. But then if you cook it past that, it can get back to right somehow. Maybe it's maybe it's sort of like what you do when you're smoking meats or something. Uh, yeah, like pork, maybe where it gets past the temperature and then it breaks down again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, octopus is it's, it's a complicated animal. But thanks for that, Sandra. I feel a yes, lot better you. about uh, the mats <laughs> and being an even better father. <laughs> um, and it's really good. It's really yummy. Have we talked about our stress-related food choices? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. That's a really good one. That's, yeah. a, that's a good episode, actually. Is it, Would it be foods that... Let me think. Is it like foods that actually help you re- just relax or take away your stress? Making it or eating it? Mm-hmm. I, I think th- how I would pose it is like when, when you're stressed out, what's the thing you want to go eat? But mm. all of these are... All right. interesting mm-hmm. question. I hmm. wonder. I wonder if there. Yeah, there's probably there's multiple episodes, aren't there? Because there's also an episode for sure about what do you like to prepare when you're yeah, when you're like stressed what out? of the doing of it, like yeah, the, like the uh, mm-hmm. abuse of the octopus. Um, but <laughs> don't a, worry, memo- a memoir by Ty Burrell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, listeners. The octopus was already dead. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Do you have one of those? Do you guys have one of those that you would pre- for preparing? I feel like it cook- cooking does like a big long recipe does that. Like when I almost anything, anything, yeah. just the, the accomplishment of it. But I don't have like a routine thing that I do. I don't think I did make a riet. I told you I made a riet once. I've, I've made it actually a few times. It doesn't like relieve stress. It just that's the thing that sort of adds stress um, because think, of the complications of it. Yeah, uh, I think baking bread is is mm. fairly stress relieving. Um, right. There there are just enough steps and things to do, and uh, the I I think the rising of bread is a it, like is a very soothing thing to go in and like mm-hmm. yeah. you've, you've 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 jammed it in a bowl, and then an hour later you get to come back and it's a it's a different thing as a. a, a a soothing science projecty mm-hmm. vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yeah. throw this in there is uh, that for something to be a relaxer while you're making it, you have to have a certain amount of confidence about how it yeah. turns out, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a recipe right. that you've done yeah. many times oh. and you enjoy. Yeah, okay. uh, roasting a chicken. I I do. I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. such a nice. There's something really primal, I guess, about it, or like our old domestic about it in a mm. way that I that I like and it's very it's there's a lot of different ways to do it and you just find your way and it's very satisfying mm-hmm. this is food adjacent but I like to clean the kitchen mm. yeah mm. load like and unload the dishwasher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like having the dishwasher on that 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 sound is a like I, I think it's, a, a, it's a very comforting sound rain like, stick it's kind of rain sticky <laughs> But it means something's yeah. doing the work for yeah. you. Yeah, and that's actually, why you sleep in the kitchen. Yeah, I just put that yeah. together. That's, yeah, yeah. That's why. It's, I, yeah, it's not because my wife makes me. So <laughs> that's what I assume. Jokes on you. But now I know. That's uh, why I hired that rain stick guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he charges thirty one dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Please hold my rain stick. Uh, I'll wash I, your dishes. Yeah. This obviously wasn't when I was on, but this may be also why I like the dishwasher. Uh, my mom would uh, put the lid down of the dishwasher and just put me on it as like oh. like a oh. like a little mini like ah this is, this is a short term 
playpen for for a little bit mm-hmm. uh so yeah I, I, like, I like the smell of dishwasher i think and, that's related yeah, yeah. isn't yeah. that partly why, why you love that sound yeah, I, I like i like the yeah. i like a i like a good dishwasher <laughs> yeah <laughs> someone's birthday is coming up. yeah uh do you have johnny uh I, well I, when as soon as you said roasting a chicken i was like oh yeah that's for sure yeah that's one that's I think what I was saying is is right that if if there's anxiety about the recipe, it's obviously not yeah. doing it. But I I roast a chicken in the oven like my mom taught me, and I can do it without thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without looking anything up or worrying about it. Yeah. A steak like a like a a stove a steak made on the stove. Mm-hmm. I can do mm-hmm. stove steak. Stove steak. Uh, same thing really but beer can chicken has the same uh yeah. mm. kind of super dependable very containable like easy to assemble um, yeah high percentage of more recipes good. across the board should require you drinking half a beer or more like at, mm-hmm. at the yeah. very least you've got to drink half a beer for this beer can mm-hmm. thing to work mm-hmm. um i i do i have to drink three quarters Mm-hmm. I think I actually mean that. I think oh, half yeah. you, you have to get half too, too much. much. I think Interesting. it's too much. Interesting. Is when it because you pull it's it out, sp- there's just too much. Oh, okay. Uh, liquid. Hmm. Hmm. The, the one thing that, um, or one thing that uh, uh, God has placed on this earth that has will torment humanity forever is that fried chicken is quote unquote bad for you mm-hmm. because the process of making fried chicken is a very therapy. I've done it before. Oh, really? Um, pan it's, fried? simple. Like, no, in a, yeah, in a fryer, in a, in a fryer or oh, well. in a, like a big thing with oil. Um, and the process is very therapeutic. It's very simple. And you could just sort of, you dip and throw it in and dip and sip. <laughs> Where are you right Joel, now? Joel, wake yeah. up. Wake up. <laughs> and then you, you eat it. You just ate a bunch of uh, Ritz yeah. crackers. <laughs> and if you get into a groove where you can, you get the timing right, it's like so satisfying. And there's lots of different subtle ways to change it. So, yeah. You like a hot fried? Like uh, I've never f- made one, chicken? but I would. The next time I do, I will. Mm. Because I've, I've developed a taste for it. Mm. Does anybody know how those are actually made? Is it just adding like cayenne to to a batter. I'm assuming, assuming it's the same process that goes into deviling the ham okay. spread. They certainly put a whole bunch of it after it's done too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any, uh, any listeners from Nashville, tell us about the, yeah. tell us about your Nashville hot chicken. Matt oh. Meeks, Matt Meeks, please email us. My cousin lives in Nashville. Oh, really? Great. Awesome. Yeah. I have a question related to that food item, which is uh, some people I know would not eat an octopus because of uh, their relation to what the animal is, what mm. the animal means yeah. to them. Um, is or Do you have, uh, probably the answer for Ty is no, but do you have an animal <laughs> that you people eat regularly um, that, that or anybody? Uh, I, your you know, uh, your wife, squeamish. Katie, has, a, has told me she has a, Trouble with the octopus. She has trouble with octopus because it's such an intelligent. It animal. is very intelligent. It's it, uh, there, there's a, a a lot of research into the consciousness specifically of octopus uh, and squids less so, but like the octopus is. I mean, there's some people that, that talk about it as squids are real dumbos. Squids are real. <laughs> <laughs> they're no fun at all. Uh, um, oh, but like that that it's the closest thing almost to an alien consciousness because it what? it's. 
its brain <laughs> and neural network is so different from virtually any other more animal. argument for eating octopus. There you go. And they're to- when they toast, they say sociable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Octop- octopus are French Canadians. Okay, why aren't wh- whoever said that? I, I would be like, and tell us how you know what an alien consciousness. Uh-huh. You're keeping secrets from yeah. us. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Area fifty one, right? If we yeah. don't want uh, <laughs> octopi to take over the earth. Right. Uh, we should just eat them eat all them. Okay. as fast as we can. I think I will say I feel uh, I feel pretty bad eating animals with face, eating mammals, mm-hmm. um, but c- clearly I do it anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think like I, I just tap into a different part of myself that's like the um, tough, dominant, like we'll survive. We gotta survive. Right. So we gotta. What's that yeah. thing to your voice? We got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're at top of the food chain. This yeah. is right. Uh huh. Yeah. You you, you uh, become a primal predatory uh, beast mm-hmm. of a Meltzer. Yeah. I think. I mean, I I, I a dog and horse. Uh, Not gonna eat a dog or horse. Um, yeah. I think it's just because of where we've grown up. It's we 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 uh, yeah. we, we honor those animals so much here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Even and, though it's fairly arbitrary compared yes, to, yeah, it's, to the world. It, yeah. A pig, a lamb. Yeah. It mm-hmm. doesn't actually make any sense. Like, dogs, that, that, that's it. You guys got to see some of these cow Instagram accounts I follow. Oh, yeah? yeah. yeah. They're, They're adorable. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, but, like, the, there's there's enough, like, evol- like built into the, the actual evolution of humans as a social animal and a group that dogs and horses are connected, you know, in a way that other animals aren't obviously we uh utilize in, them in, term, in terms of being domesticated yeah yeah and it's and it's it's why for the most part the there there is that still that sort of taboo it's not just like well we, we decided i think there there i think there is something a little bit more not inherent to humanity but like it's just it's it's hardwired into at this point our, our dna to be like oh that's a dog i'm gonna live with that dog yeah <laughs> i'm gonna steal not, that but, dog from somebody else and now it lives but, with me but not for all cultures that's true that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like I an interesting thing. thing about like what we assign we are, to certain animals. We are privileged to keep domestic pets. Um, that's about as I, I don't want to go farther than that. <laughs> yeah, I want to go talk. I, By the way, this uh, this will be this part could be cut, but that whole thing about meat eating in general is like that is such a. Um, I don't know if it's an if it's an episode. It probably isn't an episode because it's so divisive. But yeah, um, it'll just it's light up feeling. the internet with that. It's a mouth feeling. It's a mouth feeling. It's a it big is. old it feeling. It could be super controversial. Yeah. But, um, I've got a there, bunch of I'm really missed, boring yeah. opinions about that. Uh, <laughs> most of them are let's eat more meat. There's so many <laughs> yeah. sides. There's so yeah. many. Okay, we won't yeah. get into yeah. it. Sides. It's also the one thing. It's you have to be. Privilege to be healthy and yeah, vegetarian. Abs- absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I want to yeah. talk to Johnny for a second. Uh, um, yeah, I'm right here. Um, this is a group oh, yeah. of pretty <laughs> pretty hardcore conspiracy theorists, and we believe this shit. So you can't just say, "Yeah, Area 51," just to contribute to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's uh, it's lazy. That is. <laughs> you, that's the only thing you've said. Oh. No. 
No, you didn't hear everything that I said. And don't get me wrong. I, I don't mind you're staying with me this weekend. <laughs> but we're having a lot of some intense meetings. This is what I said. Area 51, am I right? <laughs> well, they, I think kind of put like a fun spin on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the answer, we all said, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But you didn't add anything new to the... To, well, we know about Area 51. If you 51. all agree... Then there's nothing else to be Hang said on, about so Area 51. I kind of want to talk to you about maybe, maybe coming up with like a different yeah, conversation, right different conversation starter for mm. parties. Okay. I don't know how well that one goes over. Yeah. <laughs> goes over great. I mean, <laughs> unless someone disagrees. Yeah. That uh, disagrees with what you say. You say Area 51. Am I right? And someone goes, I don't think so. And then and it I goes, say, Get out of my house. <laughs> but wait, when they're saying I don't think so. Are they saying there was no Area 51 or in Area 51? It's my policy to not ask follow-up questions to that. Hey, are you a friend of the bride or groom? Both. Oh, cool. That's interesting. Um, I was friends with the bride first. Oh, cool. Then got to be very good friends with Barry. Yeah, I'm friends with Barry. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Area 51, am I right? (laughs) What What do you mean exactly? Come on, man. Don't do this at Barry and Kate's wedding. Area 51, am I right? <laughs> what, but I'll answer the question. I will answer this question. Great. I just want to know how you feel about Area 51. Well, you see what my eyebrows are doing? <laughs> they're going up and they're holding. Uh, I'm just going to say it exists, so you're right. You're damn right it exists. <laughs> and you're you're right. Mm-hmm. Are you right? That's my beer. That's my beer. <laughs> my dream version of that improv scene would be for you to never say Area 51. <laughs> I know. For a second, I was like, uh, I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> Especially since it was like a callback to. Yeah. <laughs> I've already eaten most of the things on my plate. Yeah, maybe we should uh, do the bagel uh, or, since yeah. we've all been tearing into it. Or most of us. I have abstained. Joel has abstained. That was silly. All right. Uh, hey, you committed to getting a good bagel. It's not bad bagel, right? No. It was my second choice. The first choice was closed. All right. Our next item in the listener uh, potluck is Dana Falk's bagel locks and cream cheese. Hi, says Dana. I would love to hear. Hi, I would love to hear the five of you discuss your mouth feelings for a good. Bagel, lox, and cream cheese. The BLCC brings out my <laughs> sweetness and my snobbery. Both sides of that coin. Mm-hmm. I have such fond memories of my mother uh, driving all over San Francisco in search of the very best Nova Locks for our visits. Her tireless efforts, efforts revealed character for sure. So a bagel, lox, and cream cheese of any quality makes me feel longing. Longing. Uh, unfortunately, I'm also a rat bastard <laughs> who wants all three elements to be righteous. Uh, a dense, chewy, malty bagel with some crust, silky, briny, sweet locks sliced thin, tangy, milky cream cheese that's not gelatin. I once had a single Ugh. day in Manhattan and spent it schlepping to nine different bagel shops to find my favorite. That's great. I'm loving your podcast. It's truly original. Dana in Seattle. Thank you, Dana, Thank for you. that. I loved her descriptors of those elements. Yeah. Um, Silky. You came to the right place yeah. uh, for discussion on this topic, at least for a few of us. Um, this is my all-time favorite breakfast, hands down. 
uh, Johnny was kind enough to bring one hand up, Joel Spence. Uh, Johnny was kind enough to bring uh, the bagel, cream cheese, lox, uh, capers, and uh, red onion. So yeah, I added that, Dana. I hope that doesn't upset you. I added some uh, capers and red onion because I love silky that. red onion. Just silky red mm-hmm. onion. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Why is it so great? What is it? How did this happen? That these <laughs> all these elements came together and they were so perfect. I've been. I think it's they. It's like all these salty things, and then just like perfectly balanced by the cream cheese and the bagel. Uh huh. Yeah. And sometimes a little bit of lemon juice. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. A little lemon wedge is mm-hmm. added into that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You're right. It's it's the it's the fat and the salt, but then the uh, I'll use sort of a foodie word like. The, it, the combination is unctuous. It's an unctuous. It's kind of, uh, uh, um, uh, yeah. It's it's such a, a perfect blend. And then I I, I like the um, I like sort of the open face version of of this, where you can kind of like spoon. Uh, you, you can basically like figure out your ratio, like a little bit of salmon, a right. little bit of salmon, or a little, little bit of lox, cream cheese, da da da, and you, you, you kind of like put it on a plate for you, but mm-hmm. it's all disassembled and you assemble. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and like each yeah. bite can be sort of a different thing, and, mm-hmm. and you're sort of experimenting as you go. It's fun. I, have the, I have a question for the table, mm-hmm. and I don't. This may be a controversial to- topic related to bagels. It may not be toasted or not. Toasted. 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 Were, the, were these but toasted? not necessarily toasted? Yeah. Ditto. It doesn't right. have to be. These I'm are so not glad. toasted. I'm so mm-hmm. glad because I do prefer toasted. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. But I a good bagel is a good fucking bagel. So right. I'll yeah. That anyway. Yeah. yeah. Is is there a traditional way like like well, I, I'm trying to think like sitting down at Rest Daughter Rest and Daughters Cafe in, mm-hmm. in in New York City, uh, whether it was toasted or not, I can't remember. I think it is. I think it is. I may be not even asked. Maybe not. Maybe not. The the place that we used this reminds me. It gives me such memories of living in New York and Queens. And there was a place just up the street from us that would put assemble this. It wasn't like the platter, but it was this would actually be assembled and wrapped. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, to go, and those were always toasted, and it had been around forever. But I actually don't know if like. A traditional. Like, it definitely makes sense thing. for a sandwich, like you're that you're setting them up a little bit ahead of time, uh, uh, because the, to- the, the yeah the toast right. will keep it from getting s- soggy-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the cream cheese is not necessarily. But it too all, wet. the toast also melts the cream cheese. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. there's a lot of construction issues with the bagel, cream mm-hmm. cheese, and longs that are just a delightful challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <Tactile>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna fall apart. Like yeah. there's yeah. cream cheese everywhere. Like yeah. mm, it's so exciting. It's become a <laughs> staple exciting. of like um, of like meet and greets. Like it's become like a corporate, you know, like not corporate, but bagels and locks and like a platter has mm. been in so many like yeah. If you, uh, f- at least in you know like you're gonna remember meet a new when, group. Like remember a, when they a had meetings. bagels for us at that meeting? Oh. oh yeah, and they put oh, a toaster yes. in the conference room. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I think I was just too like I couldn't believe it was happening, <laughs> so I didn't have one. Yeah, we should have. And we should wasn't have. wasn't yeah. the toaster on the ledge yes. of the window? Yeah. It was like yeah, yeah. yeah I, there was something about that that I was like, this would be great, but it also felt like oh, they thought about th- thought about it a minute ago, kind of thing. But I loved it. I I do. This is embarrassing and very. Um, goy, but I do remember the, the 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 first day I, I heard about a bagel. <gasps> like it wasn't born into me. 
It was what like, was it? What was it? It was I was at a, a to his credit, who uh, this this guy that I kind of knew lived in the neighborhood. We were probably about 10, 11, 12. And we were just screwing around and and got to his house. And he just said, uh, do you want a bagel? <laughs> he went, Mom, can we have a bagel? And I was like, what's a bagel? <laughs> um, and I don't remember the experience. I just remember going, well, this is a thing that people know already. Why don't I know about this? Because my mom is no slouch in the, and my parents are no slouch in like the foodie departments. It's just that maybe they just thought we were such uh, cinnamon toast people coming up um, that maybe there weren't that many good bagels in the... I do think in our time they became more readily yeah, available. Down in San Antonio. In, in the middle of the country. Yeah. I do think that that was and the, novel. I, I would not have, like, looking back at this friend of mine, I am surprised that he introduced me <laughs> to bagels based on what his family was like. Um, so I'm forever glad. But And uh, then did you ever find out about Bagel Bites? I've, I've, or pizza? No, I want to say pizza bagels. Those are be- bagel bites, right? Yeah. 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 We didn't really. Not. Not. not so much for bites. Bagel. What's call it? What's the pizza in the morning? Pizza in the evening? You know what I'm saying? Pizza <laughs> at supper time. Oh and yeah, yeah. Pizza's on a bagel. You can eat pizza anytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you eat those? I. Pro- yeah, I yeah. have. I. Yeah. That was that would be, be a classic example of something I would ask my mom for and get shot down. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you still know that jingle. Hell yeah. yeah. That's in there. Uh, mm. But I love uh, bagels. <laughs> I love bagels. Oh, bagels. I love cream cheese. Let me ask you guys something. Yeah. Have you ever had a bagel with cream cheese and bacon? Not no. those two I things together. Have. No. Never have I chevro. That sounds. Never have you chevro. Do it. That Do sounds it. good. Oh, it sounds amazing. Do it. That was the like, um, in my high school cafeteria, everyone would get that for breakfast. Like you would get to school early and get your bagel with cream cheese and bacon. Oh, that sounds so good. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, but that's kosher, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, oh hell no. Are there other? Foods like this that are, can you think of another food that is, that requires as much assembly? Ooh. Mm. It, is there, I can't It is think like of a it. multi-part kind of thing. They're really it? expecting you to do the work. Like they're cutting out a lot of their expenses. Yeah. They're like, yeah. they're almost like bars, like Sunday bars or something like mm-hmm. that. Or, um, oh yeah. Like a uh, oh, yeah. salad bar. It's like the small yeah. version of like, you yeah. get to make your own right. sort of combo. A taco bar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like hero, like a hero sandwich bar. But I don't. I don't know that that would take off. Like they, they just give. Yeah. You, they just I give you a bag, like a bag full of. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess like uh, Fuddruckers is sort of a burger version of that. Like yeah. you can yeah, put all true. your all your toppings and things. Um, fajitas. Mm-hmm. Fajitas. Yes, yeah. that's assembly required. Yeah. That's assembly required. S'mores in a restaurant. S'mores in a restaurant. <laughs> s'mores anywhere. Really. S'mores yeah. Anywhere, s'mores yeah. anywhere. Yeah. But uh, but uh, you know have you been to a restaurant where they bring over a little fire? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. Bananas Foster has to be prepared by the chef, though. By Mr. Foster? Because it, it goes on, on fire. Yeah. On flambe. Um, 
a casserole at a restaurant where they make you cook, uh, you know, assemble and cook uh-huh. the entire thing, <laughs> right? And then bake it and right. then bring it out to your own table. A uh, hibachi restaurant where the chef dies. Sure. <laughs> but you've got a lot. Of, you've got a lot of friends <laughs> oh, yeah. there, and you don't want to make it weird. Yeah, do oh it. yeah, sitcom restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I love yeah, going yeah. to those. There's, I mean, the reverse is like crab or lobster where it's a dismantle kind of situation yeah, yeah. where you have to <laughs> unravel the food in order to get it. But that's interesting. Yeah. How do you guys feel about crab? On board. Love I love it. it. I I've always felt that it's a low low payout for the amount of effort. Mm. Oh man! Uh, um, <laughs> the drunkest I've ever gotten in my life was eating crab, thinking and it's sort of a disassemble thing, thinking I was eating a lot. And uh-huh. you just yeah. There's no very little yield compared to the amount mm-hmm. of work that you put mm-hmm. in. And I was like, yeah, I'll have another. And I was just smashed in no time. Yeah, because that was yeah, because you thing we ate. You put like. At the end of the day, you've put like four ounces of food <laughs> actually yeah. in your body, and you've burnt five hundred calories. <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. Uh, I, it, like, like it, it, it tastes. Oh, I got. Oh, do we have? I have one more bagel question. Yeah, because this is something that if I see it on the menu, it's, it's going to be very difficult for me to not order that. This a bagel and lox platter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, what is your guys's? Oh, if you see like, it on a menu, yeah, uh, breakfast like burrito. for breakfast. Sure, yeah, yeah. for breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Breakfast burrito. A bre- breakfast burrito, same. Uh, I'm, weak. Um, I'm weak. I'm so weak. Uh, and even they, if I sit down and I'm, a, I'm a, and I tell people I'm not going to get a breakfast burrito, <laughs> and then I open the menu and then it, it's, I'll it's have a there. Breakfast burrito. Uh, You're a lot of fun to have breakfast. If there's <laughs> if there's mole, if there's a mole option mm. on it, like I, I, I for I breakfast. Am, uh, for, well, for wait, I, sorry, are we talking about specifically yeah, breakfast? breakfast? Yeah. Yeah, if, man, if there's mole at breakfast, I'm going to eat that breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. 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 yeah, I stand by it. I have a hard time, for whatever reason, because it doesn't require any skill from the whoever's cooking it, but I tend to pick a scramble in the, mm-hmm. if I was at a breakfast place mm-hmm. over an omelet for some reason, over other ways of having eggs, mm-hmm. something about like just all that stuff thrown together. I prefer a scramble to an omelet. Mm-hmm. Almost across the board, and I don't know why. I don't either. But I, I, I don't like it, there, there's there's something about the and you know the chefs back there going yeah. like thank you. Yeah, but this is, is that a thing where like if you decide to order something else as you're doing it, you feel a little worried and like a little sad. Like I'm gonna miss. <laughs> I'm fucking this I'm up. I'm gonna. Am I making? I'm gonna miss that bagel and lox. Yeah, I'm gonna miss that yes. burrito. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah that's uh-huh. right. It is kind of. And, but honestly, if it was, if bagel and lox was on the menu, that would be my thing too. I yeah. just didn't want to say it because you had. Oh, but well, I'll just say my, it. My, my, that's mine. We can have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And my bagels and locks. My just it really so is. Let's yeah. like, uh, listeners scratch out scramble and write down bagel and locks. <laughs> For those of you scoring at home, here's why you guys don't like omelets uh, at restaurants. Almost all the time, they're overcooked. Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of it. It's harder for, harder to get. They ready. don't want to cook it properly. They want to get it out fast, mm. and they're worried that somebody's going to re- return it. So, so they, they char their fuck. They fucking cook the hell out of it. And it's mm. gross. Yeah. yeah. I, my, and my justification always for like uh, surrendering and getting the thing that I really want is is like, oh, I want to try this restaurant's. I have to try this restaurant's breakfast burrito. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thank you to the many contributors of this week's episode. Stick around for part two of Listener Potluck next week. 
Area 51, am I right? <laughs> yes, Bye. indeed. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Mouth Feelings. The show is produced by Wedding Punch and Ryan Middledorf. Artwork is by David Blaze. Music is by Joel Spence, mixed by Jason Murgo, and that's Allison Phillips singing right behind me. Find us on Facebook at Mouth Feelings or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mouth underscore Feelings. And you can email us at mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. Hey, this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. Why Mommy Drinks. Campfire. <laughs>